share with you uh, the word of the Lord in the continuation from last week. And um, this was the theme scripture that we started with from the message version that I'll be using quite a bit this morning. My beloved friends, let us continue to love each other since love comes from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and experiences a relationship with God. Now, if anyone boasts, I love God, and goes right on hating his brother or sister, thinking nothing of it, he is a liar. If he won't love the person he can see, how can he love the God he can see? Hallelujah. And I want to continue with the thought that I introduced last week. What really matters? And it's been so unfortunate of what we've seen happen and what we're seeing happening in this country today where hatred is the order. Love and reconciliation is not, it's just a byproduct. Help me, Holy Ghost. And as I shared last week, the essence of uh, what is causing the calamity that we're facing is the fact that uh, spirits do not die. Remember when the Lord banished Lucifer, who was one of his chief worshipers. And Lucifer was able to persuade the scripture lets us know through Revelation, one-third of the angelic hosts. So the, these, these angels that were banished from heaven actually now make up what is known as the demonic forces. And we learn through Revelation that they were cast from heaven to earth. And because spirits cannot die, that means those same spirits are operating today. And because of that, we, we see history repeating itself. There's a cyclical pattern. There's a repetition. As, as we look through history, it looks like certain things continue to happen. Hallelujah. And even in your own home, in your family, in your generations, you'll see things continually happening. Because it's under the same influence of a spirit. Help me, Holy Ghost. Now, last week we dealt, of course, with Cain who hated his brother Abel. Now, now remember... The, the Lord is not talking about hating your enemy. He says, how can you say that you love me and you hate your brother or your sister? Now, God is working with me on something that I hope in a couple weeks that's really going to change our thought. Hallelujah. And, and, and perspective of some things. 
And let me just give you a little hint. See, the Bible lets us know that we can get angry, but we shouldn't sin. Help me, Holy Ghost. I'm just giving you a little insight. See, the Bible even talks about there's some things that God hates. There's something God hates. And if he's our heavenly father, that means there's some things we should hate. And there's some things we should get angry about. Oh, let me just stop right there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to mess up our theology. Because you have to remember, the Lord was not just a lamb. He was a lion. And there's some things we got to take a kingly attitude that this, this is not going on in this place. Oh. But what the Lord is referencing here is when you hate your brother or your sister. And he says, there's no way you can say that you love me and you Declare, I hate my brother. I hate my sister. And I'm not just referencing uh, a natural, even in the spiritual. You cannot get to that point where you say, I, I hate my brother. I hate my sister. Uh, Minister Bully pointed it out. Uh, when God, uh, at the beginning, he separated darkness from light. You can't have it both ways. So Cain slew Abel. But now today as I continue, I want to reference the pattern that is still continuing. And if you don't mind, I'll be referencing in the uh, King James Version, but also the Message Version. Go to Genesis chapter 27, you who have your scriptures today. And I want to point out something briefly. Hallelujah, because this is somebody's day of deliverance. I feel it, I feel it, I feel it. Help me, Holy Ghost. And we're seeing this spirit that I'm getting ready to reference that is tearing up our community. It's destroying our, 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 our neighborhoods and our families because a spirit has gotten in. Oh, help me. See, the devil doesn't like these kind of messages because we're exposing him. See, when you put the light on in a house that has roaches, the roaches start to scatter. You can even hear them. That's why uh, they love darkness. And the, and the Lord referenced the same thing. People who are in sin, they love darkness. When you put the light on it, they can't stand it. Spirits are destroying our neighborhoods, our communities, our families, and even our churches. See, if you get the wrong spirit in a church, it'll tear up a church. Oh, God, I'm preaching already. That's why you have to have a discerning spirit, and you have to know what to pray against. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter number 27. We find now two boys. 
who were born twins. These are Abraham's grandchildren, Isaac and Esau. The Bible even talks about in the womb they were wrestling. Don't tell me there's not life in the womb. And not just life. They, th those babies know what they're doing in the womb, too. They're wrestling. What were they wrestling? Who's going to be in the position to get out first? Because in the Jewish community, the firstborn was given special privileges. Help me, Holy Ghost. They had a double portion of the birthright and the inheritance. And then they sought the blessing of their father. Listen, you better, when you have somebody who's anointed in your life, you better pray that they bless you. Saints, I'm telling you, that's nothing to play with. Because the Lord says, who you bless on earth, I'll bless in heaven. Who you curse on earth, I'll curse in heaven. You got to be careful of what you say. Hey, how do, and that's why you got to know what you bless. Everybody doesn't deserve a blessing. Sometimes you bless a demon. Now you got a blessed demon. Stay with me. Stay with me. I, I, I want to share that you can receive uh, what the Lord's put in my spirit. Two boys, Isaac and Esau. And Esau, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Jacob, I'm sorry. Jacob and Esau. Thank you. And, 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 and when, they, when they were wrestling in there, uh, they came out. No, uh, Jacob and Esau, when they came out, thank you. Esau came out first. These are the sons of Isaac, the grandchildren of Abraham. Esau comes out first. Not only is he in a privileged position, he seems to have the favor of his father. And having the favor of his father, his father took him under his wing. And then comes the other son, Jacob. And the Bible alludes that Jacob was the favorite of his mother. Uh, more like a mama's boy. Whereas Esau was a daddy's boy. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, here comes Jacob that did not have that same seemingly even masculinity that that, that comes with the boys because his, his, his brother he appears as if um, Jacob stayed home and was in the kitchen loved to cook and there's nothing wrong with cooking right elder what what <laughs> elder brother said hello <laughs> nothing wrong with cooking but, but it appears as if he was more under his mother's skirt. Remember, they're the same age. But, stay with me, saints. Jacob was a trickster. That was his countenance. 
That was his spirit. He was a conniver. He was a schemer. He knew how to get over on somebody. Always remember there's somebody who can get over better than you. And it came to pass that, to make my story short, and and you need to read this entire chapter, 27 through almost uh, 32. But, but, But it came to pass that, hallelujah, Abraham was getting old. And, it was, and, and, and Isaac, his father, was getting old. And it came time now for his daddy to bless his sons. Remember, I told you there's something special with a blessing. Hallelujah. Esau is out in the woods hunting to get some venison, some deer. But his mama, Isaac's, Wife knew what was going on. So she called Jacob and said, Jacob, come here. Come here, boy. Come here. Jacob went on up to his mama. Now do this. You got to be careful who's giving you instructions. And remember, oh, well, let's leave it alone. He says, look, your father is getting ready to put his blessing on the son. And he's getting ready to bless Esau. Now, if you can get the blessing, you can steal what was going to be your brother and you'll get it. But, 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 but Jacob said, wait a minute, my, we're different. My, my brother's hairy. My brother smells like the woods. My, my brother, he's out there with daddy. But there's no way I can fool daddy. When you got a conniving spirit and look like his mama had it, that's where he got it from. (laughs) The apple doesn't fall too much further from the tree. Look like Rebecca had it. Oh, y'all gonna hear me. That's why some of you just like your mamas. Jesus. (laughs) She said, come here, boy. Your daddy's getting ready to put a blessing on Esau, but I want you to get the blessing. Look, she got some goat skin and glued it to his skin. She fixed some venison, Isaac's favorite, in the kitchen. Now, now, by this time, Isaac, his eyes have gotten a little dim. He couldn't see too good. He could still hear, but he couldn't see too good. And she, and she said, now, you go in, look, and lie. And tell your daddy that you are Esau. He goes in. And, 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 and his father... Can't see. And he brings in this meal. Now he he must have known that Esau was actually gone out to hunt. Because he said, how'd you get this back so soon? Daddy, I just love you. 
and I'm ready to receive my blessing. He said, come here, boy. Let me smell you. Started smelling him. Mm, well, you smell like you from outside. You know when we used to play. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Used to play all day. Come in the house. You bring that earthy smell in the house. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. See, kids nowadays, they don't play outside. They don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and you walk in and tear up the whole house. Mm, you, you smell like him. Here, let me, let me feel you. You couldn't see too good. So he started feeling, mm, you got the hair like Esau. And, and, and when you look at chapter number uh, uh, 20, he even asked him a question, verse number 18. And he came unto his father and said, my father. And he said, here am I. Who art thou, my son? And Jacob said unto his father, I am Esau, thy firstborn. He lies to his daddy. And I've done according as you have asked me. I've, and I pray, sit and eat of my venison that your soul may bless me. See, if you want to get a blessing, put a good meal in front of a brother. That's why some sisters, y'all haven't you ain't made a meal in a while. Glory to God. You want something, put a good meal in front of your husband. Your husband. Your husband. Now, Rebecca prepared it. They're sneaking in and they're giving it to his father, Isaac. Isaac can't see. He can smell. He can hear. And he says, listen, uh, will you bless me? Now, here, here, look, look what happens here. Verse number 38. He comes near. Verse number 38. And then Isaac begins to bless Jacob thinking he's blessing Esau. Stay with me. Stay with me. And in verse number 28, Therefore God gave thee of the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of corn and wine. Let people serve thee and nations bow down to thee. Be Lord over thy brethren and let thy mother's sons bow down to thee. Curse be everyone that curses thee and bless be he that blesses thee. Isaac puts a blessing on Jacob thinking it's Esau. When he finishes blessing Jacob, here comes Esau in the house. And when he comes in the house, uh, and we read it here, verse number 30, and it came to pass as soon as Isaac had made an end of blessing Jacob, and Jacob was yet scarce gone out from the presence of Isaac, his father, that Esau, his brother, came in from hunting. And he also had made savory meat and brought it unto his father and said unto his father, Let my father arise and eat of his son's venison that thy soul may be blessed. And Isaac, his father, said unto him, Well, who are you? Because he already thought he had blessed Esau. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Stay with me. 
Verse 34, and when Esau, well, verse 32, and Isaac, his father, said to him, who art thou? And he said, I am thy son, thy firstborn, Esau. And Isaac trembled, verse 33, very exceeding, and said, who? Where then is he that has taken venison and brought it to me? And I've eaten of all before thou camest and have blessed him. Yes, and he shall be blessed. I've already given him the blessing. I'm going somewhere with this. Talking about what really matters. Verse number 34, and when Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with a great and exceeding bitter cry and said unto his father, bless me, even me also, dad, please put a blessing on me. And, and, and his father said, I can't do it. Even though he was tricked, even though it was a mistake. The blessing had already been put out. At this point, Esau has become angry. Bless me. Don't you have a don't you have a little blessing for me? I wish somebody hear me. That's like when somebody dies and they had planned for you to get the, the, the benefits of the will. And then one of your ungodly brothers and sisters came and took all the money. And then left you with the bill for paying for the funeral. Oh, that's real. Now, even though that's your brother and sister, some words start coming up in your mouth. Because how can you do this? This was supposed to be mine. This was rightfully mine. This is according to the scriptures that is mine. This is God's law. You have stolen my blessing. Huh. Don't you have a blessing for me? Here it is. Verse number 35. And he said, thy brother came with subtlety. And has taken away thy blessing. That word subtlety. Where have we seen that before? That was the, the serpent. That talked Eve out of her blessing. Be careful of somebody who has a subtle spirit. And remember it always ends up with a lie. Just like we talked about last week, the, the, the devil will always start with a lie. Whatever God said, he puts a lie on it. Same thing. Because when his brother came, he said, I'm Esau, and it really was Jacob. Now look, this is what I want you to see. Hallelujah. My time is going, but here, stay with me. Verse 41. Here it is, verse 41. And here's the message version. The pattern continues with seeking revenge. Because here's the scripture. Esau seized in anger. The King, the King James Version talking about how he hates now Jacob because of the blessing his father had given him. He brooded the time for mourning my father's death, his clothes, and then I'll kill my brother Jacob. 
He had already hungry, and, 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 his, and his brother tricked him out with a, a, poor, a, a, a bowl of oatmeal. And now he's gotten his father's blessing. He said, that's enough. I'm seeking revenge. I'm going to kill you. As soon as daddy's dead, as soon as mourning is over for him, I'm going to kill you. That's one of the greatest spirits that is destroying our community now. The spirit of revenge. That I got to get back. Me or those that I love. Same spirit. And I'm going to kill you. Look, he's talking about his own natural brother. But when, 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 when the actions of those that you love are so demonstrative against you. It resorts with a spirit. I can't trust you. I hate you. I don't want to have anything to do with you. Sometimes a relationship is severed. And for years, you don't even talk to one another. You become as enemies. Hallelujah. But the Lord said, how can you love God? And hate your brother. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He stole my birthright. He stole my blessing. I have a right to be angry. Do you? I got a right to be mad. Do you? I got a right to seek revenge. Do you? Hallelujah. I don't care how bad your family has treated you. Your mother has treated you. Your father has treated you. Your children has treated you. As a child of God, you have no right to think ill of that person. But they embarrass me. They talk down on me. I hear you, Holy Ghost. They may have even abused me, raped me. They may have destroyed my life. I got a right. Whoa, wait a minute. But you don't know what my husband did to me. You don't know how many women he ran with. You, you don't know how the money he took from the family so he could go gamble. And I had to raise these kids by myself. You, you don't know how I loved my wife and she was a hussy. Running with every man that she could. Oh yeah, I said it. And we come in the house of God and we want to rejoice and we want to shout and we want to thank God and declare he's good. But you still got something in your heart. Only nothing. Because worship is not demonstrated with how, we, how long we speak or how loud we shout. Worship is determined how you live before God. the sweet smelling savor that comes up before God that even when somebody's done you wrong you still have to recognize I love that person be 
People will say you're crazy. How can you do it? Don't you know they lied about you? Don't you know they talked about you? Don't they know you, 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 they're doing everything against you? But you still got to love. Speak in tongues all you want. But if love's not there, it's a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. Hallelujah. What really matters? God is sending this word because we got to get ready, saints. We can't have anything trying to hinder us from our ministry and from the focus of where God is taking us. Hallelujah. You will affect the move of God on your life because you're still carrying something. I don't care if a person hates you. It's what you have against that person. Especially when it's your brother or your sister. Like I said, in a few weeks, I'm going to mess up our theology because there's some things we got to get angry about. And you still could get angry, but sin, sin not. It's oh, a thin line. There's a thin line that you can get angry and still don't curse. There's a thin line. <laughs> you can get angry. Hallelujah. And you got to watch what comes in your heart. I hear you, Holy Ghost. You might not kill him, but you'll say, oh, Lord, I wish something bad would happen to him. I wish their family break up. I wish they get in a car accident. I wish they end up in the hospital. You haven't said it, but it's in your heart. You haven't said it out loud, but it's in your heart. You've been thinking, oh, let something bad happen to them. I won't laugh at them, but in my heart, I'll be like, <laughs> you think you so much now. Who you, who you think you are now? And don't be coming asking me to pray for you either. It's in your heart. Check your heart. Look at somebody say, what's in your heart? Hey! He, Esau said, as soon as daddy's in the grave, I'm coming after you. I won't do it while daddy's alive. Hallelujah! And then some of you said the same things. As soon as mama gone, I got you. Oh, I'm going to get you. Oh, yeah, I got you. You better check behind you because you don't know when. Oh. Am I helping somebody today? Let me finish up here. Let me finish up. Because I want you to understand this is what the Lord said. How do you overcome revenge? How do you overcome that spirit that you want to get back at somebody? Listen, we all have to check our spirits. 
Because if you felt you've done wrong, this retaliation, I got to get back at them. Oh. What did the Lord say? Let me, let me finish up here. In the book of Romans, let me just share this with you. Don't insist on getting even. That's not for you to do. The Lord said, I'll do the judging, says God. I'll take care of it. We try to put ourselves in the place of God. When God said, let it alone. Let it go. I know it's hard. I know it's challenging, but when you mature in God, when you continue to let the Holy Spirit deal with you as you walk with the Lord, see, this thing does just not happen overnight. You got to go through something. And when you go through something, God is teaching you. And he's teaching you, I need you to be a better person. There's a, there's a, there's a future I got for you. So I got to sometimes get some things off of you. I got to prune some things. And as you go through life, you'll learn God teaches you, let it alone. Let it go. How? I'll take care of it. You have one responsibility, love. Even when it seems like difficult and hard, love. I wish somebody hear me. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. I know I'm preaching this morning. You see the hussy walking with your former husband. The devil is a lie. <laughs> when you grow in God, you might not like it, but you can go right up to that hussy and say, praise the Lord, how you doing? God bless you. And mean it. Now, I didn't say you had to become best friends. But you can't have anything in your heart. Because what's happening, they didn't got your husband, now they're getting ready to get your blessing. Because you refuse to let it go. They're controlling you, your future, and your husband. And if your husband was any good, he wouldn't have been there. Oh, y'all. Best of you get the best of evil by. Now let me conclude. Let me conclude. Let me conclude. Let me conclude. Hallelujah. Let me conclude. Let me conclude. Isaac died. When Jacob heard that. Because I know Esau has promised he's going to kill me. And sure enough. He found out that Esau is on his way with 400 men. Ooh, he got nervous then. Come on, get, get, get your Bibles. I, I need you to see this. He got real nervous then. And in chapter number 32, 
Hallelujah. Verse number 9. And Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, the Lord which said unto me, Return unto thy country and to thy kindred, and I will deal well with thee. I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies and of all the truth which thou hast shown unto thy servant. For with my staff I passed over this Jordan, and now I'm become two bands. O God, deliver me, I pray thee, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him. I don't care how bad you think you are. You're going to come up with something that you recognize. I need God to get me out. All of my scheming, all of my trickery will not get me out. God will make it where you got to turn to him and say, Lord, if you don't deliver me, I will not be delivered. I know I've done wrong. I know I don't deserve your mercy. I know I shouldn't even be here. That's when a person's come to repentance. That's when a person recognizes I did wrong. But I know a God who doesn't care about your past. He's only concerned about your future. And he wants you to get to your knees and say, I'm sorry, Lord. did my brother wrong now he's after me he wants to kill me God only you can help me oh I wish I had time and that's where we read next where the Bible said Jacob was all by himself and he started wrestling with a man he started wrestling with God Hallelujah. Can you imagine wrestling with God? And the, and the wrestle was, God, I'm not going to let you go till you bless me. Hallelujah. You'll come to a point in your life where you realize, God, if you don't do it, it's not going to be done. And God, I pray you bless me. Hallelujah. That's what Jacob needed. To have his reckoning with God all by himself. And that's the story where he wrestled. Listen, and the Bible said God just touched his thigh. And it went out. But he still wouldn't let God go. How determined are you for God to bless you? Even when you know you've done wrong. Even when you know you connived and schemed, lied. God says, I still have a future for you. I still have a destiny for you. Listen, listen, I'm almost finished. When the wrestling stopped, God then changed his name from Jacob to Israel. This is what you needed to come to your senses to recognize it's not about you. I've known all along you were supposed to receive the blessing because destiny is called you. God's, 
Destiny's calling somebody in here right now. Here comes, I'm going to end in this last scripture. Here comes Esau. He comes up with his 400 men. Jacob has had this experience with God. He still thinks Esau is going to kill him. And when we look at the scripture, Esau ran up and embraced him. Held him tight and kissed him. And they both went. Because while God was dealing with Isaac, God was also dealing with Esau. And even though he had determined in his heart, I'm going to kill you. God started working on Esau. And ended up loving his brother. The birthright. And the blessing. I got to end. But if you've been blessed today, come on and give God praise. What really The whole lesson is, check your heart. Check your heart. Check your heart. Because until you have that reckoning with God, and that's what he's waiting on. That's why we have a time of repentance. A time for you to come to the altar and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I've messed up. I know I've done wrong. But Lord, this time, I'm for real. Come on, bow your heads with me in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Bow your heads with me. Oh, glory to God. Jesus, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, that have come forth today, God, I pray, God, that you would allow us to search our hearts on this afternoon, God. Help us to not look at our brother, not look at our sister, not look at those around us, but God, help us to single ourselves out. And search within our heart, God, that if there be any unforgiveness, spirit of revenge down on the inside of us, God, we repent. Bring us to that place of repentance so, God, we can leave it at the altar. So we can leave it and move on in our lives knowing that we're not harboring feelings against anyone. Not holding anyone against the hurt that they hurt us with. But God, that we release them from the bondage of unforgiveness in the name of Jesus. Amen. As we stand on our feet all over the building and the altar workers come.